Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Hello and good morning and morning studio. Morning. morning. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Let's go around the room and check in with everybody up first. You know, to get revenge, I've replaced him as my caddy. And we also have a really good bit called Eddie the Daddy. Here he is, Eddie. I have a great life hack for you. It's amazing. My parents flew into town over the weekend. I went to go pick them up. And in the arrival line, the pickup line was like a mile long. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is going to take me forever to pick them up. But then I look over. The departure is empty. Wherever you drop people off to take off on their flights was completely empty. I'm like, you know what? I texted my parents. Meet me at the departure terminal. Take the elevator up. Yeah. So, like, just go up the escalator. I'm right on top. Yeah. I go there. There's no one there. There's no one in a yellow vest going, hurry up. Can't stop here. Keep moving. It was, I sat, dude. I was like a cabbie. I put, I put it in park. Chilling? I sit in the, like put my butt in the hood. Wow. Waiting for my parents. Butt on the hood? Yeah. Like a, Man, like. that is totally 80s. That's funny. <laughs> That's a very 80s thing I didn't envision. sit on the hood. Oh. But you know, I leaned on it and there go my parents. No, no hassle. Put them in the car and we left. So don't wait in that line. Just tell them to meet you in the other one. How's it going with your parents? It's good. It's good. My, so my mom fell at the airport and she... What do you mean? So she like slipped on my... I guess my dad was picking up his luggage. And Wait, she, here or in Texas? No, in Texas where they were taking off. She slept before and then she still came? Yes. Yeah, so they had to get her a wheelchair and they wheeled her into the plane. She sat down. How old is your mom? 73. Man, that falling older. 74. So she falls... She falls. So as soon as she lands here in Nashville, we have to take her to the ER because she says she just can't put any weight on her leg. So we go to the ER. They do x-rays. We wait like hours, three hours. Mm. And they finally come back. And there's a hairline fracture. God. Nothing they can do about it. She's on a walker. But she's all right. She's still here. And she just kind of sits in the couch. Like couch. alive? 
Like she's, she's still here, yeah. She's still no, no, here. No, no, That's like, why he makes it like sound like in in she's still with us. Oh, in she's town. in town still. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, gosh, if I fell I like that. I hate that. That's, that yeah. stinks, man. I'm sorry that happened yeah. to her. It's all right. She, she did not did. deserve that. She, you're right. She didn't deserve it. She, she did not. Go, that's that thing he's doing. And the fact that she still got on a plane after she yeah. had a hairline fracture. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's why he's saying she's still here. With us. Like she still came. No, no, with us. He said alive again. With oh. us in town. With us in town. See? Yeah, no. That's, uh, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. yeah that's Thank you, man. Life Thank hack you. fair, but uh, that story about your mom stinks. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. All right, moving on. Whenever he compliments Abby, it always comes with a price, and he's always seeking some sort of financial advice. Here he is. Lunchbox. <laughs> Man, I was talking to, you know, some subscribers of Eddie's Hot Chicken in the back room, and they were telling me all about the business, how they subscribe, and how it's going terribly. I came to you last week and said, Eddie missed chickens. Well, I have an interview with one of the clients. And it's another week of an interview? Yeah, yeah, interview. Here we go. So you're a customer of uh, Eddie's... Uh, Smoking chicken? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you one of the subscribers? One of the very few, yeah. And how long have you been <laughs> subscribing to that? Uh, about a month now, ever since he started. And how is that going with the subscription basis? Because I came to you last week and you said he mm-hmm. missed a week. It was good to start. Two weeks in a row he's missed, so my subscription, I don't really know if it's any good. And now he asked me if I wanted it again, so it's. I think it's back on, but I don't even know now. So two weeks in a row, no chicken, even though you subscribed a month ago. So you've really only got two chickens. Mm-hmm. He's mi- gotten two mm-hmm. and missed two. Mm-hmm. So as a business, if you were going to give it a Yelp review, <laughs> what would you give Smoking Hot Chicken Eddie? Let's say out of five chickens, he's only done 50%, so I'll give him two and a half out of five. I'll give him 50%. Kick off Kevin, throwing you under the bus. Dang, man. <laughs> what happened? Well, your mom did fall and break her head. It doesn't we matter. Guys, we've had people You're a in business. T- we've had people in t- I'm one person. I have no overhead yet. It's just me. And then I had to go out of town the other weekend. Do you know what overhead means, Eddie? No. Okay. Just just wondering, because that really wasn't where to use that. It's not overhead like my overhead employees? Would be, no. Well, overhead would be like the money that it, you're having to pay. To oh. Even, yeah. yeah. What, what about my my, uh, my employees? Support. Support? You don't have support. Okay. I don't have support. It's just me. Single old me. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess if you had employees and you were paying them, that, that would, be would be part overhead. of your overhead. Uh, yeah, but you don't have support. Yeah. Okay. It's funny. Lunchbox is like, you're smoking hot chicken Eddie's. Like, <laughs> I forget the name. I mean, yeah. I'm like in the middle of the conversation. It is good chicken, though. The only reason that we're not totally trashing is because it's good chicken. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's just, good chicken. When you can get it. When you can get it. The subscription part. And you're good. Because then it's like, you, you no, have no, it when no, you have it. No, that's the constant money I need, Amy. But you're not charging constantly. What do you mean? It doesn't matter. But you're not. Okay. Good luck. It's overhead. No, it's not overhead. <laughs> All right, moving on. Lunchbox called her the show's worst driver. I disagree. And for over 15 years, I've been sitting right beside her. Here she is, Amy. So I tried an interrogation technique. Uh, it's on my kids. And I was trying to get them to tell me the truth about something. And I had them in totally separate rooms. And when I was talking to one, That's the so other, funny. You split them up and questioned them. And I was like, okay. Um, well, so just so you know... Uh, I got your brother, sister, whatever, whatever fit for them in the other room. And they're ready to talk. They're ready to make a deal. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. And also, they got in trouble together. That's so well, I love no, it. Well, no, just, yeah, it was more information I was trying to find out. And I know they both knew. So, yeah, I just. Was brother like, and sister. I love it. <laughs> and they really aren't that. They're not that sweet to each other or bonding, but they were not going to budge. Neither so what did they say tonight. then? So uh, if no. so, you asked Stevenson, you said, hey, buddy, she's going to actually not get in trouble because she's going to tell me unless you want to tell me I what, mean, what he said. I mean, they were just, either they don't know, they really don't know, or they're like, I don't know, I'm not budging. And I feel like that comes from 
they got that way at the orphanage, like, because all their, they have 75 kids there and they were always all looking out for each other. And I think that that was just sort of the consistent, like, I don't know, check them out. Nope. In, unless they really nope. don't know and you've nope. locked them in a room and you're. Yeah, they're just, I think they're just very loyal. <laughs> so. I also like it that if that's true, they're sticking up for each other. Right. Because they're not biological brother and sister. No. But, and they don't really get along that much. Right but they now. shouldn't but that's, get along, Right, because she's 16 and he's 12. That makes it feel so. more biological that they don't get along. Right. You know? Okay, ready go. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he drives a really nice car. Lunchbox drove it once, but not very far. Bobby Bones. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I want to hit you with a personal scam alert. Scam alert. Now, I don't come on and talk about every time somebody's faking as me online because it happens a lot. And never trust anybody claiming that they're anybody that has a blue check mark. If they don't have a blue check mark. So if someone comes on and says, hey, I'm Cole Swindell. Well, he's the one, though. That, yeah. But other cool. than that, <laughs> if there's somebody famous that has a, a blue check mark on their profile, but they're like using a second account to talk to fans, it's not true. Never trust without a blue check mark. But they get better and better at these scams. And so it's not somebody acting like they're me. So here's a DM from my quote tour manager claiming to represent me because there are people coming to shows and they'll write I'm coming to this show so someone as my tour manager messages them and they said hello and Bobby Bones close crew member thanks so much for being one of our fan this is how they write by the way fan yeah he will also like to know more about you and you're very lucky for me to take you out of my time to message you how long have you been a fan <laughs> so they're English not A plus or they're four years old <laughs> but they're not my tour manager. That would never happen. The only person that would ever reach out would be somebody that maybe you already know of, like Morgan Number One, who is my literal manager, like day to day. And she has a blue. I think Morgan Number One has a blue check mark, right? From when she was on this show. I don't think she does. Never mind. They don't trust her. <laughs> yeah. But she'd be the only one where that would happen to. No one is ever going to reach out claiming that they're like a fan club president, don't tour manager, never. Okay. Got Good. it. I won't fall for it. Not you. Got it. <laughs> Do you guys have people faking as you guys now that you have blue checks? Yes. Like, yes. I mean, mean, I have like 50 a day. Accounts? Yeah. You yeah. don't have fake accounts, Amy? Oh, I think that I've seen some, yeah. Yeah. And they, but the thing, what's weird is they take all of your pictures and they move them over to that. Mm -hmm. Every single one. It's Just crazy. so it looks good. But then it's always like, Amy Brown with three ends <laughs> dot dot four two nine one for six eight eight four. Yeah. Right. It's like why would she do that? I also think you should not be Radio Amy anymore. Well, I don't know what to do about that. I can help you. I just think you're so oh, much. Oh, you gonna help me? I can help you pick a new name. I think you are in a lot of places, and it... like pick a new name. How? Yeah, like I, it... like single Amy. No, no. I would, instead of it like Amy Brown, like Radio Amy, I'd be like Radio Shauna. No, I'm That's just kidding. Right. No, totally. I would just, <laughs> just change your name. I would completely. take any medium off your name, mm -hmm. but I can work with. I can work with them. Okay. Want. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just got. That's all that was available for me back in the day. Well, I used to be. My very first AIM name was the Bob Man. Really? That was my college radio name. But even before that, I think it was Bobby the Barbarian. No, before that, I had a lot of them. The Bob Man. That's my first ever radio name, The Bob Man. That's Because the Bart Man. I, I love yeah, the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we're here. We're ready to go. 
time to open the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My sister's husband had an affair and it almost destroyed their family and it had a huge impact on the rest of our family. I supported my sister throughout the whole ordeal and I was there for her when she vented her frustrations. She's forgiven him, which I understand for the sake of their young children, but I am not so eager to forgive him. Now, I'm expected to just let it go and carry on like he didn't devastate my sister. How can I be expected to just forget his betrayal? Is it even realistic for anyone to think that I could? Signed, not so supportive sister? First of all, this sucks. I'm sorry that happened to you, your sister, and you, and your family. You didn't deserve it. Nice. Secondly, <laughs> your sister, if she's forgiven him, it's up to you to at least fake like you've forgiven him and not be that splinter in the awkwardness of the family. Sometimes people mess up. I don't know this situation. Sometimes people mess up. And they can actually become a better person because of that mess up. So I also want to say that to you as well. Sometimes we have to be shown that we're big idiots to go, oh my God, I'm a huge idiot. I never want to do that again because I've seen what it can do. That being said, you don't in your own heart have to forgive. I can't control your heart. But what I can tell you is it's going to be better for everyone if you play the game. If your sister's forgiven them, it's up to you to do the same, at least outwardly and not make it awkward. You owe it to your sister. You owe it to her kids. You owe it to your family. You can still be bitter in your heart, but I'm going to ask you to release that because I'm sure you've done some stupid things, maybe not as bad. You may do stupid things later and you're going to want people to forgive you after you work for that forgiveness. But I think it's up to you to not hold on to it outwardly where people can see it because then you are creating a problem that they're trying to get past. And it sounds like your sister is trying that as well. Yeah, and I mean, you don't want to bring that energy back into your sister. If she's trying to move in a different direction and you're still stuck, then it's going to keep her from going yeah. where she wants to go. And yeah, it's just, this is also, it's it's your sister to deal with. I know that you love her, but at the same time, someone else's stuff, like, you got to let that, that go. You love her, no doubt. Mm -hmm. And she's chosen to forgive him. You said it here. So you have to choose to at least act like you've forgiven them as well. So that so it has. And you, you, I, I promise you, you'll probably be friends again. Everybody screws up. Yeah. What was her line? Is it even realistic for me to think she could? Yes. The it answer is. is yes. Yes. yes it is. <laughs> Thank you for the email. You can do this. We have faith in you. And close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On the phone, it's Sue, who lives in North Carolina. Sue, good morning to you. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Today is Tuesday, and I would like to hear the Tuesday song while I'm on my mail route. You got it. About to give it to you. About to hit you in the head with the Tuesday song. For everybody that's listening, and you're like, what the heck's a Tuesday song? Well, there are songs for every other day of the week. There's a song about Friday. There's a song about Saturday. Mm -hmm. There's a song about Sunday. There's a song about Monday, Monday, nah, nah. There's oh, no man. song about Tuesday. True. So that's why we did this here. It's a Tuesday song. Uh, uh. I hope you feel it, understand it, love it. It goes like this. Ah, 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 ah. Me, 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 me. Tuesday. The 
best day of the week. You all know it's my time. I made a song about Tuesday, so happens it rhymes. The lowest number of crimes, a super bingo at nine. Don't know how you do your Tuesday. This is how I do mine. The sun comes up. There's a smile on my mouth. Why? Because I love Tuesday is the first thing I shout. Free Zumba this morning. Every Tuesday at five, I got my spandex on. It's time to head to the Y. Tuesday, HOA Tuesday, housewife's gone booze day. I'm just talking about Tuesday. Yo, it's Tuesday. Is my recycling on the curb as I drive off? Yep, my recycling's on the curb. I mean, Fridays are fine because they're casual and all, but I'm always more productive on my Tuesday conference call. My after work plans. I got my spray tan. I'm drinking lemon water out of me some cayenne. Pebbles and bam, bam. I'm watching C-SPAN. And then it's two for one at Sonic with a Coney in each hand. I'm singing Tuesday, HOA Tuesday, housewife's gone Tuesday. I'm just talking about Tuesday, Tuesday, brown cow goes Tuesday, eat some cashews day. I'm just talking about Tuesday. I go to Mardi Gras on a Tuesday. I go to Krav Maga on a Tuesday. I'm playing Pokemon on a Tuesday. Came out of my mom on a Tuesday. Tuesday song. Appreciate you calling. Hope you guys live it. Love it. It's Tuesday. Out. That's how I end it. Out. <laughs> That's it. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Connor Brock is a six-year-old with autism. He lives in New Mexico. And he was like, you know what? I want to start a lemonade stand. So his parents helped him build one. And he said, I'm going to donate all the money I make to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And he did. He went out in his neighborhood built the stand, started selling lemonades. He made up to $250. And then one day, his parents said, come on, Connor, we got to go get dinner. Leave the stand. We'll come back and get it. So he leaves the stand. They go get dinner. They come back and people rob the stand. No way. Like Who they, robs the lemonades? They took everything. All of his little cups and all his lemonade mix. He took the, he, they took his country time? His bought his, <laughs> oh, his They did. Bucket of country time lemonade. Word got out people heard about it and this biker group called the Moose Riders along with another biker group called the Rogue Biker Life. They're like, uh-uh, not to Connor. No, sir. They raised money in their little biker group. They donated the money to Connor and then some of them built him a new stand. That's awesome. They got new powder mix. They got new cups and all this stuff and he's back in business, baby. Good for them. Good for him. <laughs> Good for everybody except the person who stole that lemonade. Well, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? A lemonade lemonade stand? stand. You can go break in somebody's house and steal their jewels. You know, (laughs) leave the lemonade stand alone. (laughs) Good story. Thank you, Eddie. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture Culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here is a voicemail from Tiffany. Hi, Bobby. I was just listening to the show and I heard you are going to California and I thought, well, I'll ask if you can come to Spokane, Washington. We would love to have you. Yay. Bye. I appreciate that. Uh, As of right now, no, we have no Washington dates. We're adding dates when we can. We had a Monterey, California. Tickets go on sale Friday. We'll be in Wichita, Kansas this Friday and Saturday. But really important, you guys can win a free trip if you go over to bobbybones.com. We're going to send you to Vegas and pay for basically all of it. And a meet and greet. So go to bobbybones.com and get in on that. There's a free trip right there. But yeah, shows. And it's that time. I saw that John Mulaney, John Stewart, and Pete Davidson are touring together next month, which is pretty cool if you're a fan of their comedy. But like three big acts, you just wouldn't expect to be together. And so I kind of dreamed up my best three-act dream lineup if I were to... And it's not all music. It can be music. But here's who I would have. I would have... Doing comedy and music, I would have Adam Sandler. I wanna make you smile whenever you're sad. Carry you around when your arthritis is bad. I love Adam Sandler. His comedy special is so good on Netflix. But I think, like Morgan, what do you know Adam Sandler as? Because you're definitely a different age. I mean, my first introduction to him was Mr. Deeds. 
That's a that, good movie. That's like late Sandler. Yeah. That's like, that's like movie star starting to be family Sandler more yeah. than comedy. So I would have Adam Sandler doing comedy. There is a new blues artist that I found on TikTok named Jackie Vincent, who is so good. I would have her playing as well. Are you sure you hear that, baby? Come on. Who doesn't love the blues? Well, a lot of you guys. That's all right. <laughs> and then I'd have John Mayer play. And I think that would be, that'd be my, right now, my three-act show I would go to. Some comedy and music from Adam Sandler, a little 40-minute blues set, John Mayer closing it up. That'd be a good show. That'd be elite. And I just didn't pick three huge superstars. That'd have been easy. Garth. <laughs> but like one that actually could maybe happen. Who would you put on yours? I mean, minor, minor comedy. It'd be Heather McMahon. She's so funny. Do you follow her? No, but I listen to her podcast with my wife sometimes. Yeah. Well, I went to... Like she has her mom on with her sometimes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I went to one of her shows once, and it was hilarious. Also, Trey Kennedy. I think he's so funny. And then I would want Amy Poehler and Tina Fey to show up together. You, you double. That's like a Greatest Hits album, Amy. Oh, wow. You just picked a Greatest Hits album as one of your favorite albums of all times. Okay, fine. Any me, you want to Tina. Okay. Eddie, who would you? Mine's all music. Pearl Jam, Jimmy Buffett, Garth. You basically did a music festival. I mean, that's, that's, dude, how amazing would that be? Yes, it would be amazing. But I, I don't know who would open the show. Okay, okay. I would have Jesus, Gandhi, and Oscar <laughs> the Grouch. You would just. <laughs> kind of the same thing. Watchbox? I'd have Bill Burr. That's good. Ah, man. And then. Who else Who's would I Bill Burr? Comedian. Comedian. Do I need to follow? Podcaster. I like following funny people. He's probably a little too vulgar. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you'd like it. Oh. I thought he was the guy that shot Alexander Hamilton. Aaron Burr. So, see? <laughs> no, I don't, go. I don't think Aaron Burr could come hang out with me. No, no, no. Uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Jeez. Nobody it, else? There's three sets from him? Well, no, you said I can't because Amy did three comedians. No, but you can do whatever you want. I'm just giving Eddie a hard time because he basically built a music festival. What, what, do you do? what, what didn't you want, like, Chris Rock? Yeah, well, I, that's what I'm saying. I was going to say Chris Rock. You can, but go for it. Chris Rock. Yeah. And we'll mix it up. I mean, everybody loves music, right? Um, let's see. <laughs> We're struggling. Zach Brown Band. Cool. That oh. sounds like a good time. I like it. Yeah, because they're good. They're going to take like that kid that does the toys. We'll get that YouTube kid Ryan. up. Yeah, Ryan's <laughs> toys. That kid has to be old now. He probably can't do that he's anymore. He's older. I think he still does it, though. No. Yeah. But he, now he's like testing cigarettes. <laughs> At some point, he's too old to do the toys. If, if blue comedy is like the, like, Bill Burr's kind of blue. Well, blue, um, so you can work blue, but blue comedy is what Jeff Foxworthy and Larry the Cable Guy did. That's the blue mm-hmm. comedy color tour. But if you're working blue, that's dirty. More risque. So what's what's comedically inspirational? What clean. color? That's pink. It's clean. <laughs> pink. Yeah, my show's clean. No curse words. You just yeah. call it clean. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if there's code. I don't think there's a color code for everything. It's just all working blue. Or I work clean. Okay. I work clean. Uh, well, okay. Thank you guys for that. But um, that Mulaney Stewart Pete Davidson show could be pretty fun to go mm. to. That's awesome. I did not write this article, but I do want to talk about this article. Which qualities that men have make women most unhappy? Qualities. Fundamentals. Qualities that men have that drive women crazy, that you hate the most. We're going to talk about that. We have the guys here. We have the ladies here. Let's get into that next. And if we have time, we'll switch it up and we'll let the guys talk about what drives them crazy about women. Oh, please give no, us no, that No, 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 but, but I'm, I, that's definitely not the focus because I know it'll be hijacked <laughs> by you guys doing that. Oh, my gosh. We will come back with that segment. Don't forget about that. And then also, if you want to win a trip, we got this trip. You can have it. All you have to do is go to bobbybones.com to get the trip. 
AEG presents in Las Vegas, my comedically inspirational tour. It's going to be live at the Virgin Hotel in Las Vegas, September 9th. Again, I say this, but I mean it. All you do is go to bobbybones.com. We don't sell you information. It doesn't cost anything. You just sign up. And if you win, it's you and a friend, $500 travel card, two nights hotel, two tickets to the event. I'm going to meet you and meet and greet there. Sponsored by AEG Presents. For more info and rules, go to bobbybones.com. It's going to be an awesome show in Vegas. You can also buy tickets at axs.com or bobbybones.com. But go to bobbybones.com and get in on that. And we will get into the whole men, women, what drives us crazy. That's next. The question is, which male qualities make the women most unhappy? That's what they asked. Sports. Go ahead. Sports watching. Okay. (laughs) But what would that quality be? Sports upset. Like when your sports team loses and it ruins your life. Now, you just did two different ones. You did sports watching. Okay, well, that's really what it is. It's that being so invested in sports that then it affects the rest of your day if your team loses. Oh, man, a bad loss. It affects me for days. Yeah, that's pretty right. bad. Right. And then days. if it's like... I hate it. Lots of sports. I mean, I'd rather like a second cousin die. What? <laughs> that's messed up, dude. Okay. Then lose a, like a really big game. Yeah, like we are not close to our second cousin. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. It's like I'm sad for my family who has... I don't, I don't even really know them. Right. Obviously, you're joking, but what what are these qualities? <laughs> oh, I know one. Broke. That doesn't really a quality. I think you can go in and out of that regardless of what your qualities are. What about like just being dirty? Like dudes are just dirty. Dirty. Like like uh just dirty. Like integrity. Like gross. No, like just oh women, shady. Like no. in a home, <laughs> the the definition of clean in a home to women is normally very different than what it is to men. So you're saying dirty is in dirty grimy physically yeah like i'm saying like dudes you have to all the ladies out there you have no idea how like dirty dog your dude is even if it's a dude who's not a dirty dog Mm. like it's ingrained in us just to be dirty dogs it's what you're saying other except for me yeah you're the only guy (laughs) in the whole planet (laughs) okay okay i'm just saying regardless of how perfect you think your dude is if and you don't i'm sure everybody other knows their dude's not perfect He's a little dirtier dogger than you think he is. Not he's doing anything wrong, just his mind. Because he's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Some of them are, but not... I'm just saying dudes are dirty dogs and dumb. Dirty dogs that are dumb. I'm thinking We're triple D. I'm like, for a woman's mind, I bet... Hmm, what could we say that's sort of equivalent? It's like, we're probably crazier, crazier than yeah. you think. No, nah, we, we know. We know you're crazy. No. <laughs> but I think there's no. a lot of time to... You don't want to know some of my thoughts about... <laughs> Whoa, like, oh, what? What? what are you talking about, Amy? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, boy. You want to kill us all? No, no, no. No, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This just took a turn. It did. What on earth? Just kidding. It did. Okay, keep going. Well, no, you keep going. <laughs> you know, where you, this segment's about you but now. I would, say, I would say that there's a lot of repressed... We, we repress certain feelings because we know that they're not culturally acceptable. And we also, we kind of feel guilty for having them. So you're going, you're crazy. You probably uh, crazy, not the word. We both use right. it. Just kind of, but like your, your hormones can be affecting you in a way where you actually understand what's happening, even though, and you're like, I know this happened to me and I feel this way. I'm not going to say it out loud because I know it's not how I really feel because I've been through it a few times. Right. I'm not going to say the, those thoughts out loud. Right. Right. In the yeah. same way. We're not going to say our thoughts out loud. Right. No yeah. yeah. No I say my loud sometimes. Everybody loves honesty, but nobody <laughs> wants all honesty all the time. Okay. That being said. The qualities that make women most unhappy. Number three, a bad memory from their dude. Bad, mm-hmm. you can't remember stuff. Oh. See, Which I would say, 
Yes, I think y'all can. You just no, we don't. You say you don't remember. Kind of. This is what is actually happening. So yes, I think that happens a little bit. And yes, we can. We just don't try. So it's not that we do and that we go, nah, I don't remember as a lie. No, we just never even try that much to be, except for me. We never even try that much to begin with. So well, that's, that's, the, that's the bad memory. Going back to the sports. And that is me. I'm just kidding. That is me. <laughs> because y'all will be like, yeah, I mean, a year you weren't even born. You'll be like, yeah, 1965, uh, the, you know. Boston Celtics were playing the LA Lakers and somebody went in for a three pointer and then they slam dunked it down. I mean, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. give like every detail. Oh, and it had on these shoes. The and that was before we, they changed their jersey to we this. We care about that. It, right. right. And our so, wives didn't tell us that. Yeah. And we weren't told we had <laughs> right. to remember that. We yeah, were on our own. We weren't zoned out when they <laughs> yeah. were just going on a rant. I don't even know. I, I don't even know if basketball. I, we understand NBA your point. We 65. remember a lot of trivial stuff when it's stuff that we care about. Mm hmm. But when it doesn't, right. we don't. Right. So bad memory. Yes, sometimes you're right initially, but sometimes it's that we're just like, we don't even care to invest that much in it because it's not going to matter anyway. Yeah, so we're not lying. We're not lying for the most part. We really forgot. Um, number two, poor listening skills, which I think factors into that bad memory. Same, yeah. yeah. Because sometimes we just get tired mm -hmm. of listening. Watching sports, I know. No, of no, 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 listening. Of, no, I know, you're tired, yeah, because you'd rather be watching sports. Everything's not about sports, Amy. But a lot of it is. Yeah. yeah. So well, bad memory, poor listening, even without a memory, like, hey, I just told you to, why didn't you do that? Huh? Oh, I, was, I wasn't paying attention. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Mm -hmm. So that's, and then, then uh, number one's bad temper. Mm -hmm. Now I would say my, I have a bad memory sometimes. I can have poor listening skills at times. I don't, I do not have a bad temper. I don't. The only rage I get is when we, Lose a game. <laughs> or an Arkansas loses a, yeah, hey, a big one. And I, I see red. I see red. Right. And like I, it's the only time I ever like hit stuff like my couch. I'll flat palm the couch. Right. But you don't have a temper. I just said the only time I have a temper is when I, when we lose a big basketball or football game, I flat palm the couch. Mm. And I hate it. Mm. I mean, it drives, and I see just red in my eyes. But nobody did that to me. Mm. So I'm not like mad at somebody, but that's the only rage that I really feel. Do you ever get mad though at a player? Like if they're the one that caused the loss? No, because I know what it's like to be an idiot or to mess up and not not, not mean to. Okay. So no. Yeah. You just rather your second cousin die. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Correct. So yeah. there you go. Bad memory, poor listening skills, bad temper. Mm. Uh, bad temper. Eddie, Eddie can snap with the temper, but Eddie's, yeah. Eddie has no temper. Eddie's like, just lovely to hang out with 99% of the time but he does it does kind of manifest itself after a long time especially yeah. when you're on the in the car with him and someone doesn't have the blinker on he does get road rage mm -hmm. he does break stuff mm -hmm. when he hits there the road rage is an indicator to me that there's an underlying issue something else is wrong yes. and you're you that anger is coming out when you're driving and anger is a secondary so there's something before that that's causing the anger these two are so different with their rage Eddie is fun, life of the party, smiley, almost never, but then rage comes out. Lunchbox is usually in mid-rage all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Con so constantly. it's never that crazy when he does it because he's already in it. Mm -hmm. But he, he's living it honestly. He just has that rage mm -hmm. kind of always acting. It's kind of your baseline. The rage is the dying against the night. 
What, what, what's, what Edgar Allan Poe, what's going on over there? Oh, what is this? I, I was trying to quote Dangerous Minds. Oh, oh where they do the rage and the for dying the 90s? of the night. Yeah, I was trying to come with him when he started coming to me. I was like, dang, I know a poem like that. And I was going to try to sound smart, but I don't know it. <laughs> the Tambourine Man, I think is what it's called. I, I, From what movie? Dangerous Minds. Come on. Man, I haven't seen that since I was like 12. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sorry, I don't remember. Dude. So the, that's the one. Those are... The ones that make women most unhappy. Let me ask the dudes here real quick because I want to be fair. What are the qualities about women that you that make you most unhappy? Qualities. Uh, gold digger. No, that's not Whoa. a quality. Whoa. But you're not. I'm, I'm talking about that you deal with. Oh, that I deal with nagging. Okay. Now that I think that yep. would be one. Go ahead. Uh, Overly emotional. Yeah. Backseat driving. Emotional. Backseat driving. I mean, I get around all the time without my wife in the car, but she gets in the car. There's a car right there. You got to turn right here. Like, I know. I, I drive this way every day. Like, relax. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I got one. They always have to, uh, like, we can't solve a problem. Like, we have to just keep talking about the same thing over and, yeah, over, yeah. and over and over and over and over and over. Can we have a solution, please? No, no. no. I want to complain about it. This is what for I do. an hour. This is what I do. Like, if we have a disagreement, we go over our sides of views. And I'm like, all right, good. We're done talking about it. because we're, no, we're not. Like, but we're not. No, no. We're going to talk about it 30 <laughs> more times. Why? That is a bad quality. Um, what's another one? <laughs> Bones is just sitting there waiting, uh, listening. Well, no, oh, I, I have I, another one. Another one is like, <laughs> like parenting. It's like, oh yeah, my kids. Can I? Kids ask me, can I climb on that table? Yeah, sure. And then she comes in. No, 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 no. I'm like, what's the big deal if they climb on that table? They're playing floors lava. Like, I mean, you got. But now you're just bringing mm. your home into this, like specific. <laughs> right. All I'm saying, well, I was said. just looking for the top three qualities that with. Oh. oh man. Well, nagging, backseat driving, <laughs> too emotional. Too, I mean, too emotional. Um, oh, sorry. We'll go with those three. Sorry, we, yeah. we have to deal with a bunch of hormonal stuff every month that y'all don't even know. Here's the, this is what I tell my wife, what it's though. Like. Because we, we'll talk about that, and I'll say, well, I wish I could be pregnant so I could have the kid and be, have that bond. And then she's like, you're so full of crap. I'm like, prove but I not am, even. Not. But, but, but every woman has to deal with this no matter if they can get pregnant or not. <laughs> I hear you, but that's what I always say. I'm like, well, I wish I could have those hormones so I could get pregnant. <laughs> Prove, prove I don't. She can't. She can't. She can't at all. All right, thank you guys. That was a good talk, right? Oh, great We're talk. We're learning about each other wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. What, what qualities do you think, Bobby? You didn't say anything about... Um, I just kind of listened in. Yeah. I, I could see that. Well, here's the thing, honestly, that I was doing. You guys have been married a lot longer than I have, so I like to hear what different stages of marriage are. Well, what stage are you in? The part where that doesn't happen that much uh, right now. You don't Just have wait. nagging yet? Just wait. Are you wait? I think I nag. I, mean, I even know I, I nag. But I think I nag. Mm-hmm. You nag? Why? We have to nag because y'all don't listen. Because they don't listen. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like the re- and, and, and we were definitely not in any sort of perfect relationship. We've only been married two years. And so I think we have these same issues everybody has, but they're just in that... Um, early stage mm-hmm. of sometimes, yeah, if like we do, we disagree on something, it does last a little longer than I would like for it to. But also, I probably just think wrap it up too quick, and she would like to talk it out. I think she's more, but it's that, but it's just not there at that stage yet. So that's why I'm listening. Mostly, I'm just like taking notes for myself. Well, it's like you're learning. Exactly. Exactly. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we have all that too. It's just at a level right now that's not the same because we haven't been together that long. So I'm a teacher. You are, and, yeah. I, and I am your grasshopper. <laughs> Here is Braden from Houston who left us a voicemail last night. I just got through listening to the podcast from yesterday, and what in the bat crazy is going on in Abilene, Texas with the zapping and the whatnot? I'm not sure what I just got through listening to, but someone needs to reach out to Tamara 
and uh, make sure she's okay. And I can't wait for the cruise coming up. Looking forward to it. Keep us updated on the cruise. Have a good day. There is no cruise. Oh, yes. man. You guys have got to stop asking about the cruise. There is no cruise. Now this is like a joke everybody's playing on me, bringing up the cruise. There is no cruise. Thank you, Brayden. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's a pretty wild call for her. Hey, let me say this as well. You can actually win a trip to Las Vegas to come to my comedically inspirational show. Oh, I thought that was the cruise. No. <laughs> Mm-mm. AEG wants to send a lucky listener and a guest to Las Vegas to attend my comedically inspirational tour live at the Theater at Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas, September 9th. The trip includes a $500 travel card, two nights hotel accommodations, two tickets to the event, meet and greet with me. All you have to do is go to bobbybones.com to win. It's very easy. That's it. We're not selling your information. We just want to give away the trip. Bobbybones.com for official rules and your chance to win. Sponsored by AEG Presents. And you can also get tickets AXS.com for that Las Vegas show. Bobbybones.com for more rules and info. So thank you there. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Cozy cardio is a new fitness trend, and it's all about being comfy and cozy while getting your heart rate up inside your home. You also set a mood. You like candles, soft lighting, soft outfits like fuzzy socks, and maybe even a robe. I never thought I'd say this, but exercise is getting lazier. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, to be clear, you still get your heart rate up. You're just cozy while doing it. Yeah, but I can watch a scary movie, which I don't, but I... Or just have somebody tickle me to get my heart rate up. <laughs> it just seems like we're getting extremely lazy at not being lazy. I don't know how I feel about putting on fuzzy slippers for a workout. I heard something recently that helped me with like, because I, I like to walk for exercise or hike. And they defined it as if you're trying to get the type of walk that's going to be beneficial to your brain, your body, your health, you have to walk walk like you're late. Like that's how that's how you should be walking. Walk like you're late three times a week. You know, you could even drink like a bunch of caffeine to get your heart rate up. I'm just oh, starting to think of lazy, yeah, lazy yeah. exercise. If this is all you have to do. No, it's cozy cardio. Right? I didn't say call lazy. It, call it whatever you want. But <laughs> it feels pretty lazy. Oh. Yeah. If you get, if you put a blanket on to work out, that's pretty lazy. <laughs> yeah, what else? I have five words you should never use to describe yourself. Maybe you're putting together a resume or filling out your LinkedIn profile. Hard worker. That's... You're fine putting that. Mm. It seems like you're good. I always think that's a... If somebody has to say that... Well, it just didn't make this list. Huh? It didn't make this list. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, World class. Hmm. Who says that about (laughs) You know, here's what I would like to know. If they say they're a world class something, I would need to know who put them in that class. Yeah. If I'm a world class chef, okay, prove to me that... Where is your world class uh, Mm -hmm. award? Or It's okay if you can prove in the world somewhere you've been deemed a class. Or something. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Uh, in the same vein, like guru, it's fine if other people use this to describe you, but it's really lame if you say it yourself. Guru is kind of lame. Yeah. yeah. Uh, responsible for. Uh, no, I'm okay with that. I'm good responsible for because it means you had to oversee these certain things. Okay. Well, they said just focus more on the results instead of the duties. I'm responsible for A, B, and C, and this is how... Uh, this is what we did at A, B, and C that I oversaw. I'm okay with that one. Okay. I'm, I'm just thinking if I'm looking over resume. No, I love it. Motivated. They say you shouldn't take credit for things that you're That's supposed to do. That's the same thing as hard worker. Like you're supposed to show up and work hard. Right. On yeah. time. It's like awake at work. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to put that resume. You should be awake when you come to work. Yeah. And lastly, uh, creative because it's just become generic. Like everyone's like, eh, creative. You know, I don't hate that because if you are a creative, it means that... Your job is is literally to create new ideas or new ways to do them, not to just be task oriented. So I don't hate creative. 
because of that. If you have a creative job. Yeah, I don't hate that. And Brett Young shared a show that he was obsessed with back in the day. He was on CMT. He like fangirled over it. So I'm curious what your show would be like. You had to record it. You were so into it. Well, it started with Sesame Street as a kid. <laughs> I could walk you through the ages. Sesame Street, I was obsessed with. Then it became Saved by the Bell. Never wanted to miss an episode. Then it became The Office. Then it became Walking Dead. And then after Walking Dead, it's probably been just a few of these streaming shows. The one on uh, Apple Plus where the guy's like, his brain's like in half. That's probably the last one that I've just been obsessed with watching. The one where he goes to work and yeah. he goes home mm-hmm. and he has two Severance. different... Uh, Man, that show to me... is crazy. Emoji where the head blows up. Boom. Wow. Yeah, what was Brett Young's? Well, hit the clip, Ray. Dawson's Creek was something that I had to record on VHS uh-huh. on nights that I had baseball or basketball games because I refused to miss it. I know that makes me sound old, but it's true. Yeah, and lame because I was watching Sesame Street, buddy. <laughs> you gotta be with all the cool kids. All right, thanks. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of story. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Give your dog chipped. Yes. Yeah, me too. I just felt uncomfortable to do it. I knew I should, but I always hate it when they had to like needle them with it. But it's so tiny. It is, but I'm I hate needles. Yeah. But I, mine are mine are chipped too. Lunch. I think so. You don't know. <laughs> Uh, no, he had man. I don't know. I got him from the pound, so I don't know if he's chipped or not. But you can, like, we got Ella. We we rescued her, but she chipped. We did it ourselves. We I mean we went and had it done. Yeah, I, I don't know if I ever did it. Okay, well, um, here's why to bring it all up. A uh, family in Texas had their reunion with their dog, whose name is Jill. Jill had been missing for two years. And you lose your dog after like a week. You have given up probably. Yeah. The Little Rock Animal Village in Arkansas made the heartwarming reunion possible because that owner two years ago had microchipped the dog. And so there's the dog. It comes into the place. They're chipping it. I don't know. That dog had to have like four other stops because it doesn't live two years on the streets. But the dog came into the place and they chipped it and they were like, oh yeah, let's get him back to the... And the family's like, wait, what? Jill? From two years ago? Amazing. And they were like, it's been two years since you've seen this dog? And they're like, yeah. So then they got him back together. Everybody was shocked by it. Yeah. Probably the dog too. Like, huh? <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> again? Because <laughs> again, you don't think your dog's coming back. Or when you find a dog and you call the chip person, you expect it to be a few days or a week later. And then the dog gets to go back home too. Which is crazy. I wish we could talk to dogs. Yes. I know. Like one day a year. I wish there was just a day, even one hour a year, that you could only talk to a dog for an hour and really kind of debrief the year, what their goals are going forward, what they like, where they like to be scratched exactly, mm. where it's annoying that they're scratched. Yeah, I feel like mine curses a lot. Just kind of the way she's just like, let me out! You know, she stands mm. by the door like, arr, arr. I feel like she, it would be like curse words in there. I feel like my, Stanley the Bulldog always looks like he's in a grumpy mood, but that's just his face. <laughs> it is his right. face. And Resting like to, grumpy mood. Yeah, I like to talk with him. He'd be like, hey, man, what's happening? Because mostly I picture him being like, hey, man, what's going on? Yeah. You know. He always looks confused. Like, uh-huh. yeah, but that's just his face. <laughs> my dog has major anxiety. So I wish she, she could go to therapy. So she talks fast. I, yeah, I don't know. She Whatever it is, she's freaking out. She doesn't ever feel she has uh, attachment issues. She always has to be by your side. Like, she's like, don't leave me, don't leave me. But she's also a rescue, too. So, Well, congratulations to Jill, who's been rescued, and the family that got her back. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.